Hello and welcome to episode 115 of the Daybotcast. This is a weekly podcast where the three of us come together each week to talk about K-pop and whatever is current in the industry. Uh, this week we have some pretty good topics. Um, we have releases and then we're also covering the new debut album of a new group, which we're pretty excited about. So, yep. yeah. Anyways, as always, I'm joined by Nate. First of all, most of y'all love to play. Get involved. Baby Boo, congratulations. Girls, girls' generation. Innovating, shaking and baking, beating ba- bass and time's a wasting. Walk, walk slow with it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a get it. Give it up, break it down. Take your time, tone it down. Dogs back, back around. Don't you love that doggy sound? I bake the cake like. Now make it shake like. Girl, you bad. Everything I never had. I'm going out. Why you showing out? Last of all, get involved. Go ahead. Oh. Beautiful. Snoop Dogg. Voice of a generation. Beautiful. Voice of a generation. <clears throat> so good. What poetry. Right. We're starting off the show. <laughs> and also, as always, I'm joined by Andrew. Usually has three things. Um... So, like, really big breaking news, uh, just uh, into the uh, Truly Daybok news desk. Uh, apparently, uh, Wuju Sonyo, Gongwon Sonyo, and uh, the girl group of all girl groups, uh, Sonyo Shide, are going to merge and become WJGWSNSD, or uh, Cosmic Park Girls Generation. So, just really big news. Yeah. Like, hey, I, I can't mean, believe like, it's happening. Like, I mean, we yeah. we were worried about Wuju Sonyo this. losing the C line, but at this point, I mean, like, I'm fine. Like, if, if we're if we're getting they don't need them anymore. Yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, Chung Chow. Sorry, sorry. How many Mickey. members are we at now? It's got to be over twenty. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, easily it's over like, twenty. That's incredible. It's like almost thirty. It's, I'm trying Something to count like my head. Yeah, but I mean, that, that's incredible. There's seven like, in GWSN. Like, that's, so like twenty six, I think. This is probably the greatest girl group like ever to exist. So I, I can't wait. I, can, I definitely can't wait for their first release. Um, yep. second, be good. second on the list, um, uh, exclusive breaking news. Um, Under nineteen is uh, apparently uh, the famous like boy group uh, show where the premise was they were they had members <coughs> that were under the age of nineteen and they're there's a new group uh, debuting called One the Nine. Uh, they're deciding to make a spinoff show called Over 90, where all of the contestants are actually over 90 years old. So that should be interesting. I, I'd like to see uh, yeah, what... It's going to be fun. Yeah, I'd like to see what these people yeah. can offer in terms of how they can be K-pop idols. And just closing and it off... Um, trot star. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> um, and before we end, uh, actually, uh, if you it's haven't seen... Spin-off. K-pop's yeah. next, or Trot's next star. Mm-hmm. What is it? What's a K-pop star? Trot yeah. star. Yeah, Trot yeah, star. Trot star. <laughs> so, number three is we actually got to see uh, Avengers Endgame a bit early. I mean, what are you guys' thoughts? I mean, I, I yeah. thought it was awesome. Yeah, it was a bit uh, crazy, I, especially a particular part. I don't part. think it lived up to the hype. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I thought you liked like yeah. all Marvel movies, Nate. I don't know. This one just kind of fell a little flat. I mean, yeah, like, our expectations were just so I high think, after. I Infinity think the problem. Just... Yeah, exactly. And like when Batman showed up, it just didn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, <laughs> like, like I mean, you, you didn't, didn't appreciate. Introduce him before. Know. You didn't appreciate exactly. Like 
they totally put like flip the meme on its head. Like they like Thanos went up Ant Man's ass instead. Like, don't you appreciate how much they love their fans? Like that they it's actually like, they went back to film that and everything. Yeah, yeah it's just that, that's nice, but I don't know. Like <coughs> it could have been better. Okay, okay. I mean, well, let us know what your thoughts on uh, Avengers Endgame are in the comments below. So, yeah, those yeah. are my three things. <coughs> All right. And I'm Jacob, and I never have three things. Hashtag no blow note. Let's get into the first topic, which is a, uh, a new debut. Mm-hmm. We're Can I read this? Who's re- we didn't decide who's reading it. Yeah, Nate. Nate, you seem to be the biggest right, fan. Oh, go for it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we have a new group uh, that debuted recently, a uh, new K-pop group. Uh, so we're reviewing the debut album of Linkin Park, uh, Hybrid Theory. And um, we'll start off with the first track, which is called Paper Cut. Um, yep. For me, like the beat and instrumentals introing the song are like a great way to set the tone for this album. Um, it's got like a hip-hop beat with synth line, and then it kind of drops into like hard rock. Um, the rapper's verses are great. Uh, his name is Mike Shinoda. Yeah, yeah. And then they're, um, I like the choice to have their, their vocalist, Chester. Um, he does like a mix of like shouting and singing, uh, throughout the album. Mm. Um, and I like for this song, like the choice to mostly be shouting, but then like the last line where he says like beneath my skin, it has more like musicality to it. Um, and yeah, the vocals during the bridge are like the really only actual singing part of the song. Um, I like that they layer the chorus, the vocals from the actual chorus onto it mm. during the bridge. Mm. Um, and then I thought the music video was kind of cool. Like it, it, it kind of showed like what the song was talking about because like it's talking about having like a clean exterior and like a dirty interior, like personality wise and stuff. And so like they have the band in like this clean like hotel room and that transitions over this like dirty basement room and like back and forth. Um, mm. I thought the choreography could have been a little bit better though. Yeah. Uh, on my end, I mean, we've talked about like extensively how much we love rap rock and I feel like I'm, yeah. and what I always wanted was for, uh, groups like Stray Kids to sort of be, start a trend, and I see that this is really starting a trend. I can definitely feel a lot of Stray Kids influence in this, yeah. um, and I I definitely resonate with the song a lot because I hate paper cuts. I I absolutely hate paper cuts, so I definitely make an angry song about how much I hate paper cuts. Um, yeah, and I, I I love the outfits actually. I love the outfits. Um, like Chester's outfits, like really comfy. It's like this like tank top and like plaid pajama pants. Like he looks ready to go to sleep. So, really, really amazing choice of outfits. Yeah. So for me, I thought the uh, the heavy guitars, like complemented <laughs> by the hip hop like record record scratching, was a really interesting combo. Like similarly, we have like kind of a dichotomy with the presence of rap as well as scream singing, which is like mostly found in metal. Yeah, um, I think it's quite a different sound uh, that I wish like we'd hear from more K-pop artists in the future. Mm-hmm. Like I think yeah. Stray Kids, like Andrew said, are going in the right direction, but I think this this is it. Like right here, this is where we're yeah where we're going. Yeah, I think it'd be cool to see like Day Six try something like this. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, go, just to like, change it up. Maybe, ha- yeah, and you can even have like Changbin or someone like feature to do yeah. the rap stuff, like do yeah, much and I more think, harder rap. Like Jay, Jay screaming, like yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm sure you can do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next, we have one step closer. 
Um, I love the guitar part that starts the song. Um, there's also, I, I like that, like, there was a ringing song that ended Paper Cut and it leads into this song. Um, so it was a nice, like, continuation. Um, I thought the intro guitar part is solid, like, really solid hard rock line. Um, and Chester's softer vocals, like, kind of contrast the instrumentals at the beginning. Yeah. And then they build more into the chorus where you get the shouting. Um, and I also like the little cut off soft, like everything, everything you say to me part, that's like really soft mm. and kind of contrasted mm-hmm. as well. Um, I thought like the shut up part's a little repetitive. Um, but the mix of like the hard rock and the scratching is really cool. Like you said, Jacob, it's nice to mm. hear like that hip hop scratching mixed with hard rock. Um, music videos weird. It's got this weird, like underground Kung Fu cult thing. And they're like flying around and stuff. The choreo is much better because they can fly. Um, yeah, so yeah. it's much better than paper cut. But the I mean, music video, you can definitely rest, see like the Luna influence kind of weird. that they can mm. fly. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm in a weird place with this song where I like the video better, but I don't like the song better because um, the yeah. video is awesome. I think, and throwing back to Stray Kids, I think they filmed the, the same music video or they filmed the music video in the same tunnel. In all honesty, same yeah, set. So, yeah. you know that you know yeah. that like that, that Come on tunnel. Stacks, in, yeah, like literally everyone films in that like tunnel, that, yeah, so no surprise. Of, yeah. Um, yeah, I love, like, the whole, like, weird, like, kung fu cult thing. Like, Chester's hair looks like Bowser from the Super Mario movie, so, like, really, like, interesting styling and oh, everything. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. where this song kind of falls flat for me is just there's no line distribution. It's literally just all, <coughs> like, Chester. Like, it's basically like a Chester solo song, but I yeah. like I like, I like like line distribution in my songs, especially when it comes to, like, rap or the back and forth sort of thing, so... yeah. If this yeah, if, if this had a better line distribution, I'd probably enjoy it more. So yeah, that that's the mm. only thing really. I I still enjoyed the song. Yeah, I agree. I like that we continued with the like rock hip hop fusion, but in more of like a familiar rock direction. I'd say with this one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. One thing that definitely stood out was like the "Shut Up When I'm Talking to You" section. It reminds me a lot of the "Fuck You, I Won't Do What You Tell Me" part yeah. from uh, "Killing in the Name of" by Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. yeah. So I definitely yeah. see that influence. And it's interesting to hear that kind of hear Rage Against the Machine make its way into K-pop. Like, I never would have yeah. expected yeah. that. Yeah. So just pulling influences from all these different places. It's that, I mean that's that's the essence of K-pop. Just like merging all of it together. Yeah. So yeah. Yep. Uh, next we have with you. Um, and I thought I I love the choice to like cut out the rock and just have the rap just be over our drum beat for this part. Um, and then the hard rock drop comes in when Chester's like screaming happens. Um, and then I also, I like the idea that the chorus is an extended singing note with like a rap for like a couple lines over it. Um, and then also the bridge is introed by like a scratch solo. So I thought that was cool as well. Yeah, actually, that's probably my favorite part of the song. Um, so they have a they have a dedicated person playing the turntable. His name is Mr. Han. Um, yeah. Awesome. I th- I, th- I think he's the only Korean member of the group, which is pretty unique. Like, oh, you, you, yeah, that's usually really yeah yeah definitely yeah. You, you usually at least have like half the group at least be Korean, but yeah, in this case, yeah, there's only one Korean, so that's a, that's pretty interesting. Um, so yeah, he he's pretty mm-hmm. cool. I hope I hope like having like dedicated like DJs becomes a really big thing in K-pop. <laughs> I mean, the only other group that has like their yeah. own DJ would probably be what like, um, Epic High. Epic High, like. That's it, from yeah. That's that's really yeah. it. So it really needs to become more dedicated. Of a trend. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm glad yeah. they fixed the line distribution in this song. And again, I love how 
angry the guitars sound. So yeah, this one this one definitely was a, a huge step up over one step closer for me. Yeah. So I really like that we started out with Mike's rap, and I think it like when Chester's uh, like scream singing kicks in. I think to like anyone who has like heard the song, like in the future, would be like instantly recognizable. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. I like the back and forth trade that kind of goes on with both of them throughout the whole song. I think it yep. could. It's not a title track, but I think it definitely could have been one. Oh, definitely um, could be a title track. Or gotten a music video for it. So yeah, yeah. Um, going back to the DJ thing, that would be cool to see Youngwon from Monstax. Like, he could, mm. they could, like, use him as dedicated DJ, probably. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, because he's starting to get into DJing now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that'd be something he could do. Uh, next, we have Points of Authority. Um, and I thought it was an awesome idea to use a scratch of someone breathing as the intro. Uh, and then the guitar comes in and, like, matches that exact same structure. Um, that was really cool. And I like how soft the vocals and the verses are, um, like you. But you can still like you can hear the hate dripping off of Chester's voice. Like yeah, like you can feel the emotion from it. Um, I thought the rapping part was great. Uh, and the music video is just a concert compilation. There's not much to it, but you got to get those every once in a while. It's cool to see a new group like this already have so many live. Yeah, like you see the crowds in yeah. this music video. Like that's crazy. Yeah, they already have so many fans. It's like. People were like, oh my god, Luna is so popular when they debut, but like Linkin Park's on a yeah. whole other level. Yeah, seriously. Selling they're definitely out stadiums, giving, like, Yeah, they're instantly. giving Luna a run of the front for their money. That's crazy. Um, so, I, yeah, this is, I think this was a great follow-up to With You again. He sort of brings over Mr. Hans, like, the, the whole, like, turntable scratching thing over. Um, yeah. I think what would make the song even better, though, is if they could, like, get, like, maybe a feature... Because, I, I mean, you know how k pop sort of, like, reaching over to the U.S. and America and everything? Like, maybe they should think about uh, collaborating, you know, like how, like, Steve Aoki does a lot of stuff or all, um, all these, like, DJs. Maybe they can get, like, another rapper featured, maybe someone like Jay-Z. Like, I know he <coughs> I know he really is, like, a well-traveled sort of person, and he has fans all over the world. So maybe they should consider working yeah. with someone like Jay-Z uh, in the future with their music. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it would be cool. So I thought the the whisper breathing thing, the <laughs> thing they used yeah. to like kind of keep the tempo of the song, I thought that was really interesting. Uh, once again, again, like we get the record scratching and heavy guitar combo. Like I think this is mm-hmm. definitely one of the things that like sets them apart from other K-pop groups. So I think yeah. uh, I hope they definitely experiment more and expand upon this uh, combination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I think for you guys are saying like they're giving Luna a run for their money of like crowds. Like I think they're gonna give um, Cosmic Park Girls Generation a run for their money too. Oh, definitely, um, definitely. Yeah, yeah. The group's gonna have a big crowd, but yeah, I don't know if they'll be able to beat this. Yeah, that might be the new like Big Bang versus like <coughs> Girls Generation or something like that. Like in yeah, terms exactly. of like, yeah, yeah, totally for for like the the, the power uh, struggle in K-pop. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, next we have Crawling. Um, for me, I think this is the second best instrumentals on the album. Um, it's got such a cool synth line. Um, and the contrast between like the chill beat and the singing for the verses and then the screaming and hard rock choruses. Um, yep. You guys know I like dichotomy in my music, so yeah. I, like, I think this song's a great, great showcase of that. Um, and I like how, also because like the chill part of the chorus... Um, the last two lines of it leading into the verse, Chester screams, like the so insecure part. Um, I thought that was a cool way to lead into the, like the more intense verses. 
Uh, music video is like pretty dark. Um, honestly, like it shows like a domestic abuse victim and like showcasing the fear and self hatred the song's expressing. So I thought the music video was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to highlight. Um, specifically in the music video, God, <coughs> Mike Shinoda is so multi-talented. He's like a rapper. He can produce. I know he he's involved in the production of the songs, and he's actually like playing the guitar in this song in particular. So just man, like we 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 we're always like, oh, stand talent, but like this guy is legitimately talented. So he he's probably gonna yeah. give like Jun Soyeon a run for her money in terms of just like yeah, incredibly or, talented. Or yeah, in terms of incredibly talented, like, producing idols. So, yeah. um, I just, I, I think also another thing we have to, like, really give, like, credit for is just Chester's, like, the super raspiness of his voice. Like, we always, like, go on and on about, like, raspy voices, but there's nothing like Chester's voice in K-pop at all. Like, this is, yeah. like, you can, it's definitely going to be recognizable when you hear a Linkin Park song. You're gonna know, okay, yeah, that's them because you hear Chester's voice. So, that's that's really cool. Again, it's so hard to find yeah. any originality or anything that separates you in K-pop these days. So that's something I think they should really play up, play on or just play up. Um, also, um, the in terms of the, like the music video, I love like sort of like this glass like sort of like uh, ambiguous sort of background thing. It kind of reminds you of, of the music video for EXO's History. Like they got that kind of like same. I think SM had like a similar stage where they have like this random like glass mm. background. I think they used they might have used it in yeah. um, God. Uh, they, I think SNSD might have used it in one of their music videos too. So yeah, just th- throwing it mm. back kind of with uh, these sort of box MV uh, style mm. uh, sets. Yeah. So I like that it started off with like soft electronic beats. <laughs> And then it, like, gently built into the, like, initial, like, like really super intense chorus. Like, uh, I think the thing I love the most about the song is, like, Chester's soft vocals in the uh, verses are, like, what really set it apart. Because there's, like, this stark contrast between, like, his emotions, uh, intense emotions in the chorus, and then, um, and then the vocals in the verses being so, like... Uh, I guess like common sentimental sounding. Yeah, yeah. I know that's that's the really big thing for you being a, a fan of like Foo Fighters and that sort of thing. The sort of like soft verse, yeah. loud chorus dynamic. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Always, always a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next, we have Runaway. Uh, I love like the underwatery synth sounds, um, and I like the chorus. Even though it's just Chester, there's like some call and response to it. Um, and it, it's interesting because like the verses have some of the cleanest vocals on the whole album. Um, yeah. but then it contrasts the bridge, which has some of like the hardest parts and like straight screamo. Um, so yeah, this song I feel like goes in the most, has like the most, um, like it goes to the far ends of both like the yeah. cleaner singing and the like more intense screamo singing. I'm just re- I'm just really glad that they sort of like pulled inspiration from uh, there's like a there's an old rock band uh, with like Joan Jett and everyone called the Runaways and there's also like a Marvel superhero mm. group called the Runaways so it's really cool to see them pull inspiration from all these different places like that so yeah that, that's mm-hmm. that's probably the coolest aspect I found about the song. <coughs> Jacob, Jacob, oh. <laughs> it's my turn. All right, all right, yeah. So in this song, um, one thing that really stood out to me was like the almost aquatic sounding uh, instrumental. Mm. I thought that was really mm. interesting. Um, I think it makes for like overall the like texture, I guess, feels really nice. 
And uh, I love that kind of experimentation as far as like, uh, you know, sound space and stuff like that goes. Yeah. Uh, next we have By Myself. Um, I thought this was a great industrial sound at the beginning of the song. And it leads into a more like chill, mysterious, like sci-fi synthy part for Shinoda's, like Mike Shinoda's rap section. Um, with like really short guitar lines to cut it up before the chorus happens. Um, and then pre-chorus brings back that industrial sound with Chester screaming. Um, but then during the chorus, it's more musical, like, or there's more like melody to the vocals. Mm. Um, so yeah, I thought this, this was a great, like build up, um, and like kind of ebb and flow of like more chill stuff and more intense stuff. Yeah, but I mean, speaking of intense, man, the intro on this song might be like some of the, it's probably the best intro I've ever heard um, in all of K-pop. Just like how hard like intro goes in, like, again, like we, they really, they really might be giving Stray Kids a run for their money in terms of just like how hard some of these songs go. Like, I, I, I'm again, I'm just really glad it's just making a trend or just making sort of like a, I'd love to see like the style of music be just as proliferated as like Latin inspired songs or just like Tropical House. Like really, let's make this the next trend in K-pop. Yeah. I think uh, for me, I thought Mike Shinoda's rap in this song really stood out. Uh, it was also interesting to hear like Chester do a little bit of rapping like in response yeah. um, during like yeah. the chorus. Um, and yeah, again, the rap and rock combination is so good. And I really would love to hear other artists like tackle this style. I think um, like as far as hip hop goes, I think that'd be one way to definitely set yourself apart from other artists is by using more like heavy mm-hmm. guitars instead of mm-hmm. just these like hi hat uh ridden you know beats that everybody uses. Yeah, your normal trap beats. <coughs> uh next we have in the end. Uh so this is the single on the album. Um and I think it's got such an amazing like piano line and beat, um and like a great rap over the like synth and piano line. Um, like this, this is like exactly what I like to hear with the hip hop type stuff. Um, and I like how Chester's like echoing clean vocals are layered over the rep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the chorus kind of lets him like belt it out, but he doesn't go too much into screaming. Um, and then the outro with the scratching of the piano line just to end it off is fantastic. Like overall, I think this, uh, is like fantastic mix of instrumentals, rapping vocals. It's definitely my favorite song. Um, and I, th- I think it was perfect choice for the single. Yeah. Um, and then I love the, there's actually two music videos for this. Um, the, the main one, it's got like this cool sci-fi aesthetic with like the, like a weird statue in the middle of this desert planet that they're performing mm-hmm. on and like starts raining and they come to life. It was cool. Um, and then the other one uses this new anime called Naruto. Um, mm-hmm. so like, uh, it, it's interesting to see them collab with like, a uh, Japanese, uh, anime, yeah, again, we, we I lo- yeah I think we should have more uh, like Korean and Japanese like <coughs> collaborations. I mean, I, again, we're big fans of Produce yeah. Forty Eight and that sort of thing. So that's actually really cool for them to do that. Um, yeah. This is easily their best song. Like just the way that again it again it's that perfect blend of just like being a really intense song, but very just like lax and mellow in, in the same sort of way. Yeah. Um. Again, I, that that second music video, I really really love. It's it fits perfectly. I feel for the song because, um, the show like Naruto. Like I feel like the biggest part of it is just like they're just like, it's about these people that like they 
they care about each other, but then they, like, fight at the same time. So it's just a perfect, like, description of uh, the two, like, main, like, two of the main characters in the anime. It's just, like, they, like, they constantly fight, and, like, in the end, and not, not, not a... Nothing even matters. Like it, it's a perfect like description of uh, the anime. So I feel like yeah. That I hope we can yeah. see more of these collaborations. I hope that um, I I hope that it really make makes a difference in that sort of way. So yeah, this is easily my favorite song from them. <laughs> yeah, this is the yeah. Like his name said, this was the title track, and I think it's easily going to be the most like iconic song from this album. Oh, um, yeah, definitely. I think actually, I think it might have gotten an all kill on upon release. I'm pretty sure it shot yeah. to number one on I all think the charts. It too, yeah. Oh, I mean, I, it um, wouldn't surprise me if this got an all kill because I mean, yeah, like, like th- this is just the, it's like it's like nothing we've ever seen before. So, yeah, mm-hmm. like the piano intro is like instantly recognizable, and like I guess yeah. I I think honestly like after a few listens, like anyone who has ever heard this song would like instantly get hyped as long as soon as they hear the. Do, 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 do. Yeah, like it's just yeah, so good. Yeah, it, it's um, incredible. <laughs> and also, Chester's vocals in the chorus—they're so good. They convey the emotions like perfectly, and uh, I think they pair it so well with Mike's like extremely catchy rap verses. Yeah, yeah, it's a great song. Um, next we have a place for my head. Uh, I thought this was a really awesome guitar intro. It gives off like a Western or like a Latin vibe. Um, and then the drums and like scratching come in to give it some more intensity. Uh, and then when Mike Geno's rap part comes in, the electric guitar gets a lot more prominent. It, it, it was just a really cool build up for an intro. Um, and I love the whispering part for the bridge with like the no instrumentals. Mm. Um, and that leads into like Chester's doing this whispering part where he's repeating the same line. And then it just goes off and he starts screaming that same line with like really hard instrumentals i thought that mm-hmm. was really cool um and then overall like with the chugging guitar and the beat leading edition notice rep verse were really like for the outro was really really cool yeah yeah i i mean we we see like acoustic <coughs> songs on every on every like k-pop group album i mean like that, that that's kind of a sort of standard thing but this might be like the angriest like acoustic <laughs> intro song i've ever heard yeah, yeah it's super like angry and intense in that sort of way and i love the energy that they bring um to their music like that and i wish more k-pop groups could be like that in terms of um just delivering like message or intent through the way that they perform their music like this so yeah there's a lot there's a lot that can be learned from songs like this uh the first thing i noticed in the song was like how the guitar riff they used in the beginning was like extremely similar to the piano intro for in the end it kind of mm, just has yeah. like some more like intermittent intermittent no, uh, yeah. beats in between. Um, I think this is probably the most like rap heavy song in the album, in my opinion. But I think yeah. it works really, really well with the heavy guitars. <laughs> um, again, like I wish they, I wish we'd hear it more often in hip hop, anyways. So I'll always, um, uh, you know, welcome that sort of thing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, next, we have forgotten. Um, and I think it's another great uh, example of dichotomy with the intensity of the verses and chorus, but then having these short rap sections that cut out the hard rock and give some more like chill piano and scratching, uh, and the drums are a lot more muted as well. Mm. Um, and then I love the mix of screaming and like melodic uh, nature of Chester's vocals during the chorus, and I thought it was a great idea to end it with just some clean vocals uh, as yeah. well. 
I mean, I know we were talking about like the transition between in the end and a place for my head, but I think the the transition between a place for my head and for forgotten is just as good because it like it ends off with, like a place for my head ends up with like that scratch and then it goes straight into the drop of forgotten, just awesome transition again we always rail about like or we always praise when k-pop groups actually make their albums proper albums and it's not just like a bunch of like yeah. smattering of singles like the way that they transition from song to song in this is it really should again just like be an influence on other groups to just think more or just other companies to think more about how they arrange the albums that sort of way because it's so impactful just like how one song yeah. just transitions perfect almost seamlessly into one. like when you first listen to this you think like, oh it might just be one really long song with like an awesome like drop part at the uh, um towards the latter half so that again just like the way that they it's 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 masterful the way that they sort of arrange that yeah mm -hmm. i thought it was really interesting again with the dichotomy between like the very like punk rock sounding uh like chorus and uh beginning section with the more like soft old school hip-hop um vibe and yeah. like mike's rap verses i think that's definitely the main thing i like in this song that it's kind of uh again it's it's not afraid to uh, combine different styles that are seen as vastly different but like if you think about like their origins and what their sort of ethos is about they're very similar <laughs> and i think it makes sense putting them together so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh next we have cure for the itch um and i'm glad they gave johan a song um going from all this like hard rock and hip-hop focus on a straight like instrumental scratch track um mm -hmm. it's got a great mix of like beat piano a bunch of different instruments and a bunch of different samples as well um, and it's got a cool, like, artsy music video uh, that mixes well with the type of song. Uh, I think uh, Johan definitely uh, bias wrecked me during this song. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. Because, I mean, I, I think my bias is probably Mike, but, like, yeah, definitely Mr. Han is completely yeah, completely bias wrecking me uh i and with this i'd love i think this would be awesome live and just imagine the choreography that you can make to a song like this i think that would just really yeah, take it over the top really so cool. so hopefully yeah. hopefully the rest of the members get single or solo tracks as well so kind of like how mamamoo does the did their whole like seasonal thing where each of the members got their own solo for each of the albums so that'd be cool if they make that uh a sort of theme going uh in the future Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really like the uh, the sound effects used in the intro <laughs> with like the talking and then the <laughs> yeah. yeah, and <laughs> it was and then and then we get right into the record scratching. Um, I think this is definitely the most like old school hip hop styled song on the album, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of like smoothly uh, like over time sort of uh, transitions into more like orchestral feeling throughout the song. So I thought yeah. that was really awesome. Uh, and finally, we have pushing me, pushing me away. Um, I love the instrumental on this track um, with like the pulsing synth and the melodic synth line leading into the car into the guitar, mm. having like this really good melodic line. Um, I think this fits all. This fits well with Chester's like super clean vocals, um, and I like the layering of the vocals and rap uh, for the lead into the chorus. Um, but yeah, this is probably my favorite non-single on the album, mm -hmm. um, other than In the End, it's probably my favorite song. Yeah. I think what makes this song perfect is, one, where it's placed, and two, it's kind of like, or <coughs> be because of where it's placed, it's almost like a reprise, or uh, sort of, a, it's similar to In the End in that sort of way, so it's kind of like they're bringing it back to that song. So I love, I love when they do, mm -hmm. I love when they refer back to previous songs and like how... 
they sound and like still kind of mixing it up. So just a great way to end the album in all honesty. So again, mm. just going on about how like organizing albums perfectly um, like that. It's just, it just adds so much to the listening experience. So just, they really blew yeah. me away on this one. Yeah. I thought the vocals on this track, um, which is interesting. They sounded more like low fidelity than other tracks, which I think give it a lot more of a raw feeling. So, yeah. um, yeah, and the chorus, by the way, was really, really catchy. So overall, I think this is an awesome conclusion to an amazing album. Mm. Yeah, same. So scores? Uh, so yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, we'll get into scores now. Um, for me, uh, I just give it a 10 out of 10. I, I think all the music's fantastic. Um, the choreo could have been a little bit better, but uh, I think the music videos make up for it, uh, especially the one with Naruto. Uh, that yeah. collaboration was really cool to see. Um, and I, also, I love the album art. Uh, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I just had to give them a uh, 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, on my end, I'm giving it a, a 6 out of 9 for music, uh, 4 out of 20 for concept, out, so that yeah. is a 10 out of 10. Okay. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, just everything's yeah, perfect. Everything is just... Like, the way that they are able to, like, mix rap, rock... Jacob, hold on. <laughs> you ruined it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, the way that they're able to mix rap and rock is incredible, and I hope other people um, definitely take influence from this. Yeah, so for me, yeah. um, I was close to giving it a 10, but like Nate said, I think the uh, the choreography was kind of lacking. So I gave them full points for music. Like, every song on the album is awesome. I think could easily be a single on any other album. And uh, yeah, so for concept, again, like, the music videos are awesome, especially the Naruto collaboration. And, uh, yeah, all the music videos were cool. The album, uh, was, was set up really well with track lists. Uh, you know, again, cool album art, but again, they could use some work in the choreography department. So yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 9.5 so out of 10. You 9.5. You ruined the Throbbingly Daybach album. Yeah, we could have yeah, given it a Throbbingly Daybach. I, I, <laughs> I need to see more in the concept department. It, yeah. It, they do need some work. I, I can see giving it. But a it's okay. Like this is an amazing debut. So I'm yeah, excited 100%. to hear their next album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately uh, we didn't get any uh, notes from Cooper. Uh, he didn't have time to give us his notes. Unfortunate. Yeah. Cause I kind of wanted to see what he thought of this album on uh, this new group. But I mean, I'm, I'm um, sure yeah, he'll like them. For our, I'm sure he'll like the, the yeah, group. I think he loves like all boy groups. So he loves Stray Kids. Yeah. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he loves new boy groups. So, yeah, um, so that's it for our review of uh, Linkin Park's Hybrid Theory. Uh, it's a new yep. debut. Definitely check it out. It's an amazing debut, uh, amazing new album. Uh, if you love Stray Kids, check it out. It's very influenced yeah, yeah. by them. It's like basically Stray Kids, but like amplified times 10. Oh, yeah, and that's all we yeah, wanted, exactly. basically. So let us know what your thoughts are in the comments. What was your favorite song? Um, definitely know who your favorite member is, your who your bias is. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely, I feel yeah. like there could be some really like, intense arguments. I think, really, I like, think my bias is probably Chester, personally. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay, everyone. If you're wondering what that was, that was our uh, April Fool's joke. If you're like an audio listener, um, uh, that Lincoln Park topic came out on April Fools. If you didn't realize <laughs> by then. Yep. Uh, so that explains that. Um, hello, people. It was We're fun. Now, we. We're not we're not that weird. We just we just wanted to do an April Fool's thing for a bit. Uh, so now into serious Daybot cast stuff. Um, yep. 
Uh, Jacob had to Super go to sleep. Serious. Yeah, so we're we're gonna, it's just going to be the two of us. Nate is here. I don't think he yep. has a English lyrics. Um, I don't. I Snoop do Dogg have, is legit English lyrics. Yeah, that's legit. That was legit so. English lyrics. So we don't need that. Uh, I could do a legit three th- things that uh, I want to talk about. One, yesterday I saw a Sailor Moon live action like musical show. Oh my god, it was amazing! It was so cool. And like Tuxedo Mask is played by a girl, and she's like, it was like a really handsome looking girl too. So I was like, oh damn. Um, I went with my sister and she loved it because she, she actually like watches like the old like uh, live action stage shows of Sailor Mew and and everything. Mm. So I saw Perfume yesterday as well. Uh, incredible concert. Um, uh, I, met, I met up with my, my Shayla, uh, one of our listeners and a bunch of her friends. We went to eat out in K-Town. So that was fun. I didn't get home till like two in the morning last night. So I'm dead. Just on the inside. <laughs> um, you can go back to sleep after we're done. Y- yeah, I can go back to sleep. Oh, thank God. Um, and uh, number three, uh, my March Madness bracket is just completely obliterated because freaking Gonzaga lost last night. So just rip my bracket. I, th- I-, I think at this point, just Baron's just going to run away with it because he's like, yeah. I think he hit. It says the- he has a 99.8% chance <laughs> of winning the. the of the winning. Arc. Oh god! Yeah, because like cause the, the difference between him and second place is like yeah. eighty points Augie, or something like that. Augie's max points is like like Baron's already cl- like he's I don't know it's it's pretty much like a lot lower than Baron's. Yeah, oh. Baron has two hundred almost two hundred more points than Augie. One hundred fifty oh. more points. Oh my god! So we'll, we'll see. Um, that is March Madness for you. It's when you think it's when you think it's like chalk, it's not. Griff Gonzaga's hopes and dreams. Anyway. Yeah, Baron got almost all of round two, right? God. That's why. He's like 300 points. Why am from I round so two. bad at this? <laughs> Literally every, yes. I, like every year, like I haven't even gotten close to getting an entire round, right? Like, yeah, like every year I've done it. Anyway, uh, getting into actual day podcast stuff. We're doing the end of the month uh, favorite K-pop songs of March 2019 as always there's going to be a playlist in the description below if you want to follow along <coughs> yep. so uh, before we get into the actual list um, we can go over some of the songs that we've already covered or will cover in the future so uh, in alphabetical order we have reviewed uh, Bekirin's Our Love is Great uh, Epic High's Sleepless in A Billion Underscores uh, Gangwon Sonyo's The Park in the Night Part 2 Hayes's She's Fine, Just To, a GOT7 subunit's uh, Focus. Uh, we reviewed Mamamoo's White Wind, Momoland's Show Me. We are going to do a produce cast uh, sometime this week, so we're, that's when we'll talk about uh, Jima for Produce X101. Uh, we reviewed uh, The Dream Chapter Star by TXT and VAV's Thrilla Killa. So if you're um, wondering where those are, we did videos on them. Uh, you can find them on our channel. Okay. Yes. Uh, and we will s- soon be reviewing uh, S. <laughs> imagine I, imagine a stage like that actually happens like <laughs> that actually be pretty cool just like their whole thing is that they, they they all have like girls somewhere in like the name of the um, yeah like group it, how many groups can you get if you have if oh you, there's a lot because i mean you'd a have, lot you have girls day you'd have or you'd have girls day you'd have gwsn you'd have uh wjsn you'd have girls generation you'd have um oh god there, like there's two way yeah you, that, that'd be like the ultimate group <laughs> anyway yeah. starting us off we have bastars or bastars i forget how they pronounce bastards. it. bastards 
Yeah, I, 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 I'll it, check. I'll check. It, it's supposed to be like bastard, but like I don't know how the yeah, Korean pronunciation is supposed to be like. Uh, it's a block B subunit, and we're gonna re- start off with our song <coughs> from Seoul. Um, Basutazu, yeah, Bastars. So yeah, that sort of thing. Um, so if you if you don't know Bastars, like they're, it's been three years since they last put out music, and uh, as someone that I. I'm kind of guilty of not following Block B as close as I should, but I know like ba- Bastards, like they put out really good music, and like this is just more of that. Really, I, I um, it seems like they'll just focus on Bastards since uh, Zico left. Uh, Zico left, yeah, yeah, Block B proper. So it seems like they'll just try to push this group a bit more. But uh, this first song that we're gonna cover, I really love the guitar riff on the whole thing. So I just really enjoyed the um, entirety of it. Um, and they also put out another song called Help Me, which I really like the music video for because they're just like literally like blood and guts and everything. I don't know oh, how yeah, to explain yeah. the music video, but it's just a really cool. Um, they may, yeah, like their, their style is just completely different to like what Block B proper does. So I'm actually, I might, I might actually be more interested in listening to this more than <laughs> Block B in all honesty. Yeah. Uh, next we have, uh, Sifika with uh, Now or Never featuring Crush and Wu, which should be Wu Wonjay. I guess he's just going by Wu now. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, a big fan of Sifika, big fan of Crush. Just them collaborating is perfect. Like, they, they go perfect together. Um, I think Crush really lends himself to this, like, indie electronica vibe that Sifika has going for her. And I, I love her vocals, too. Just so unique. So, for them to work together. Um, it's really cool. They've been working together a lot right lately. Uh, they did a song like last year, I believe. So yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah. I thought this was another this was great, like just chill music to listen to. Um, their vocals mix really well together, and yeah, like you said, it's just like really nice, chill, like electronica. Um, it's great to listen to. Just yeah, definitely. I know not not a lot of people know or follow Sifika, but man, her she's really she shouldn't be slept on. A lot of her music, yeah. especially if you like that sort of like indie like electronic vibe, Sifika is definitely up your alley. Yeah. Next we have D A N or Dan. Dan. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I um, don't either. With the song Suicide Squad. Uh, so that's it, huh? We're just some we're some kind of Suicide Squad. <laughs> you know they're recast. You know they're doing Suicide Squad too, but apparently they're recasting. Uh, or Will Smith isn't gonna be in it. They're gonna recast yeah. uh, Deadshot. <laughs> yeah. Also, apparently Boomerang is coming back somehow. <laughs> Captain Boomerang or whatever. Like, I, don't I don't know. Well, it's gonna be a mess. Well, I don't know. Maybe it won't be a mess because. Because uh, maybe they'll stop James caring Gunn's, about. Well, James Gunn's writing it, so he should just like completely ignore. He should just be like, Everything okay, let's pretend. That happened in su- yeah, su- just su- make a, one. just give us a good Suicide just Squad reboot movie. It. Yeah, just yeah. reboot it. Like that's all I'm asking for. Um, anyway, to the song called Suicide Squad. So, Dan or D N <laughs> is a project group under Crazy Entertainment, uh, which consists of Sua and Joa from Oasis. I don't know how to pronounce like the like. Yeah, that, it's like it's like a weird uh, made up word. The, O-A-H-S-I-S. It, so it's, it was it's supposed, like I think weird, it's supposed to be Oasis. Oasis, yeah. Uh, Hyunggun from a group called Peace, which has yet to debut, um, and Yeon from Peace. a group called Team X. Uh, Suwa is from a billion groups. Uh, she was formerly uh, mm-hmm. on Produce 101 Season 1. Uh, she's She was in a group called Sea Art, which turned into Oasis, and she's in that like gamer idol 
project group called uh, Aqua. They had a song called Login last yeah, year. So I mean, I, I just yeah. wanted to mention that. Like, I don't know why. I I I don't know why she's in a billion groups, and I don't know why it's like this random. So, like, I I really don't know anything about them. I just wanted the, to point out how weird it is. So Suicide Squad, <laughs> the song's trash. Yeah, I don't the song's know garbage. What, what's going on with it? But for Sua, I'm just pissed because Sua was in my ideal IOI. Oh um, really? She, I, I really liked her in Produce 101. She, she's a really good dancer. Um, but yeah, the, it's just been like an utter, like piece of garbage trying to get her to debut because she was under, um, Yama and Hot Chicks, the which is a Bay, uh, what's her name, the the scary teacher from Produce. Uh, uh Bay and Bay yeah. Jung. No, it's not Bay and Jung, but it, yeah, I know you know who Bae I'm talking is, about. Yeah, it was her company. Something. I forget. Um, yeah, yeah, but I then, know. like, so they were going to, they were supposed to be C Art and other Oasis, and they all left that company and went to Crazy Entertainment, um, or something. So, like, I don't know, but yeah, Sue was great, and she was completely, she's just getting thrown around and wasted. Oh, Aqua was good, though. Yeah, Aqua is so. good, but that's not a permanent group, though. It's just, it's just, like, yeah, exactly. It's a fad. She, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and C Art was supposed to debut like three years ago and just still hasn't, so yeah. Uh, next, we have uh, Dal Subin with the song uh, Catch Up. So for those that don't know, uh, Dal Subin or Subin uh, was a former member of Dalshabit. And she just recently changed her stage name to sort of reflect the fact that she was in Dalshabit. So I yes, think it's weird. I think it's disbanded. weird. Yeah, she should have just kept her name as Subin because looking up Dal Subin, like S-O-O or whatever, it's just weird. With the yeah, like three O's or whatever. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, I can understand like the changing the romanization to like make it like more like findable, but yeah, it's it's an interesting name. Um, that yeah. being said, uh, the change of stage name comes with a complete change of like song style because I feel like because we covered her music back in twenty seventeen and the song the music she was doing was a lot more like IU style. Um, yeah. Whereas this is just like definitely taking pulling from people like Sunmi and that sort of thing. Um, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it, surprisingly. Just, I, I usually don't like emptiness when it comes to songs, but like the I will catch up with you, just like the emptiness of that chorus just makes it instantly uh, yeah. memorable in that sort of way. I'd say the only thing that I found weird about the song is like there's this like weird like random like 80s like early like rap um, like weird breakdown towards the end, which kind of yeah. just came out of nowhere for me, so... Yeah, she just does like what's best described as weird indie music. Yeah, she um, she is the definition of weird indie like, music. Yeah, Cir- Circles Dream, like that album is great, but it's just a weird indie music. And this is another weird indie song, and it also has the name with food, just like Strawberry did. Yeah. So I don't know what her obsession with weird indie music about food is, even though it's not really about food. But no, yeah. I th- I thought it was good. I I really like her like minimalist instrumentals that she likes to use. So. I mean, she had the ketchup, like the actual. She yeah, had, like, the she ketchup, had ketchup so. in it. Yeah. Yeah. So, at least it's referred to it that sort of way. Yeah. Next, we have Daya, our favorite, uh, our favorite IOI branch, our... with the song Woo Wah. That's God. They they just like Shin Song Dong Tiger just can't give them like coherent words anymore because they had woo. You know, yeah, woo 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 woo. Like yep. it's just like it's like baby yep. talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. I think I kind of mentioned in the uh, 
the Momoland review that it's funny how like Shin Sung and Tiger's doing both of these singles. Like he did Woo Woo yeah. and uh, um, I'm So Hot and Daya and yeah. Momoland are almost on two opposite ends of extremes whereas Daya can't really stick to one concept whereas Momoland can't stop making the same concept over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just the dynamic between that is really funny. Um, I don't... I, I'm st- still kind of like not 100% sold on the song but I do like it a lot better than when I first listened to it. Listen to it, mm-hmm. just because I think I like the chorus a lot specifically. Also, yeah. um, one thing I again I've what I've been wanting to see from Daya is growth, and one part or one point of growth that I've seen is that it's not because it's not Chan and friends anymore. Like, if anything, yeah. this music video is, like, Yevin and Friends, which I'm all in favor for because Yevin's my bias in this group. I feel group. like Somi got more than Yevin did, even. You, but Yevin was doing, like, the entire chorus, essentially, so... Yeah, yeah. So, I, I'm, I'm completely happy with that, in all honesty. And I'm also glad that Yevin went back to her short hair, because her long hair... Oh, I, I, I couldn't recognize her anymore, so... Um, I don't mind her long hair, but I like her short hair better. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, like, the, the sort of weird, like, throwback, like, thing it's pretty cool i think the only thing that sort of um the only thing i didn't like about this song is the second verse it kind of like it kind of sounds like they're doing like they're trying to do a g idol style like almost like an indian like yeah it's got like the middle eastern flute type thing yeah i think they should just stuck with like the weird like retro like the weird sound sort of thing instead of just like changing it up like that i felt like it would have been more cohesive but yeah i'm surprised at how much i ended up liking this song than i initially thought i would yeah i love the song um i it's infinitely better than mobile song um but yeah it i just love like they're going basically like tiara's gone and this this is a tiara song so like they're just straight up doing a tiara banger and i thought they did it really well um and i think i think they're they're on an upswing for me in terms of like quality and stuff because i liked woo -woo a lot as well um you're on mute no i'm not (laughs) oh okay it looked like i thought you were saying something um but uh yeah i i love it I'd say the only thing that was kind of a step down in quality is that this music video is kind of hot garbage. It's literally just like... Uh, yeah, it's... <laughs> it's like... The choreo's, like, choreo's decent The choreo though. is not that bad, but yeah, like the music video is just like, oh... I could, yeah. I could see I could see MVK is just not in the best financial situation right now, so... Yeah, well, all they have is style, so... <laughs> yep. Uh, next, we have Dream Note with the song Hakuna Matata, which is a cover of the Walwari song. Um, I don't know if I like this as much as the Walwari song, but I do think it's an improvement for Dream Note over their, uh, their debut track called Dream Note. Um, they definitely love saying their name in songs, just like during the chorus and everything. Yeah. Like they, they said it in the last song too. So yeah, Dream Note, Dream Note, I think the, they have a good, they have a good feature. I mean, they're still pretty young so yeah. they, or they still have a lot to grow. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I, pretty, I think they have solid. good potential. Yeah. Uh, next we have uh, Everglow with Bonbon Chocolat. And where do I even begin with this song? Holy shit. Um, okay, so um, for those that don't know who Everglow is or have heard of the song or the group but don't really know their background, um, Everglow is a girl group, the first Korean girl group produced by Yuehua, Yuehua uh, Entertainment. <coughs> um 
so they they sent uh Shihyun and Iran from this group to uh produce 48 and that's where I know them from um yeah so the choreography for this uh comeback was done by Leah Kim and Min Young Park of 1 million and wow it really shows also um oh god like I can't even I, I don't even know where to start with this song just because I've listened to it so much at this point. I don't know how to quantify how much I love this song. Like, because as, as doing Produce 48 and everything, like, I loved Rumor. So, like, she yeah. had won me over immediately. And then I was kind of worried, like, I don't know how Edon would fit in this type of, like, girl crush, like, bad, like, ass type of concept. But she fits it perfectly. Yeah. And she's, she's incredible. Like, friggin'. In the one million, like when they taught the choreography, she was doing like gymnastics moves. Why do why do all the like, Chinese like trainees or girls that are like idols that come from China know how to do gymnastics or whatever? Because like Chung Shao, yeah, it's like every Chinese girl knows how to do gymnastics. I mean, like I know they take it seriously over there, but damn. Um, onto the actual song though, like. Like, it's exactly what I wanted from them. And I was so afraid that they wouldn't embrace, like, the sort of, like, girl crush badass concept that Shihyun had going for her in Rumor. But they ran with it, full stop. Like, I'm I'm so happy with how the song turned out. Um, and I'm, I'm, I actually love, like, all of the members. Like, they're, like, this freaking... Aisha, who's like five foot eight, and she's like so much taller than all of the other members. It's so funny. They have to put everyone in like platforms just so it doesn't look like really weird. But um, literally, this song is just a perfect storm of really good people that I like. Um, before I like getting into the group, the song is incredible. It's produced by uh, a team including uh, Lingren, who did TXT's Crown, and Mel- Melanie Fontana. Um, who also worked on TXC's Crown and worked on Euphoria by BTS. She worked on Crush by IOI. You could definitely, you could definitely feel a yeah. lot of Crush no, yeah, in this it's song. Definitely Crush. Uh, and like a bunch um, of other stuff. Like they're probably they're in they're in the running for like producers of the year. In all honesty, between uh, Crown and uh, Bun Bun Chocolat. So um, neat. I, I need to hear. I need to hear why you don't like this song. Yeah. So I, it's not that I don't like it anymore. I when I first heard it, I was uh, like I didn't. Um, I think, and this is something, if you listen to us a lot, you know about me, like, I don't like a heavy reliance on autotune, um, like, as a stylistic choice, um, obviously, like, it's used in, like, every song ever now, basically, just to pitch, like, pitch correct people, but it's, when it's used, like, as a style, I don't really like it, and I, I wish this song didn't rely on it rely on it as much because i want to hear their actual voices um because like there's literally isn't a single like line in the song that isn't auto-tuned mm-hmm. um like i have no idea what they sound like vocally um i mean but despite that i think the song has grown on me i really like the chorus um i like how hype it is yeah um and i like the style i like the the song like like you said i i like this is what i was hoping they would do um like this type of song and i like yeah the styling on it's great the choreography is great the 
um, the members stand out really well. Like overall, I think I think I like the the comeback, like the debut. I just wish the song was a little different stylistically. Um, mm-hmm. Just basically, just wish it had a little bit more singing and less auto tune. Um, but overall, I don't hate it anymore. It was just when I first heard it, it was I was a little disappointed because I had my expectations so high. I mean, uh, if, if that makes anything- any sense. I tried to lower my expectations, and it just completely blew me away. In that, I should in that have, sense. yeah. See, I should have, but because I, didn't I mean, because like at, at this point, I don't trust Uehawa with anything, just because yeah. of how they're handling like the whole uh, uh, Wuju Sonya situation. So for them yeah, to do we'll this, find out today, I think. Oh, because their why? contracts end in March. Today's the last oh, day of March. Shit. Yeah, so we'll, we'll find out. But we'll find out. <sighs> I mean. Right now, as of right now, Everglow are probably the leading candidates for, uh, like, best new female artist. I mean, I feel like this this blows away whatever Itzy did, like, out of the water. Like, it's not even close, I feel. Just, uh... Yeah. Well, with... I love Itzy, so... <laughs> I don't want to say that. I like Itzy I love Dala Dala. I, I mean, listen like, to Dala Dala so much. I, I mean, I listen to Dala Dala a lot just because, like, they've been doing the choreography for Dala Dala at, like, I Love Dance, like... For the past month, so I've just been hearing dun 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 dun, and it's just like the bane of my existence. Yeah. But they're actually doing, they're actually so like uh, teaching the choreography for this song as well. But I'm not gonna take it. I'm gonna take a crown instead. Um, yeah. But the, again, I, I can't even, I can't, I can't like stop railing about like how much I love the choreography to this. And there's, there's a really good chance that Everglow goes to KCON. I feel like they're one of those groups that could, that could yeah, benefit from KCON. And the fact that they have like what twenty. Oh no, they're they're closing in on twenty million views on this. That, that that almost guarantees it. Like that's, I feel like most of their fans are probably like American or Western fans because it's definitely it's definitely appealing to that sort of sensibility where it's just like that trap um, type song. So I yeah. really hope they come to KCON because seeing this on stage live would be incredibly hype. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we're on to uh, G Friend with their uh, Japanese uh, single titled flower um i don't know I, I, with gfriend i'm always just kind of like there's good parts and there's bad parts about their songs because i love how they lately they've been kind of getting a bit more experimental with gfriend music but it kind of just falls back to the same sort of generic sound when it, at least when it comes to their choruses like i think gfriend has only one chorus that they just use for a lot of the same songs, in all honesty, because like a lot of their melodies that they write is just kind of similar. But and that's where I actually that's where I feel about or where I fall on the song. Where I love the verses of this song, where it's got this like cool kind of like Latin flamenco vibe, like dun 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 dun. dun. Like I was like, oh wow, this is G Friend song. But then yeah, the chorus just literally just sounds like every other G Friend song that's been released. So yeah, that's why I'm always just. I'm always just it's always just a mixed bag for me. I I I'd, I'd love to enjoy the entire song instead of just parts of it. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm I'm in the same boat. I I think overall I liked it. Um I just like like you said, I like the musicality <laughs> of it. Um there's lots of string and brass parts mixed in. Obviously G Friends known for having strings um prominent throughout their music, but like yeah, adding the brass in and just like you said, mixing it up a little bit uh for the verses at least. Um made it stand out to me uh, and I enjoyed it mm-hmm. uh, next we're on to HBY with Babang Bang I don't know <laughs> uh, I don't it's know. just literally B-Bang uh, uh, I just wanted to highlight it's the song just bang yeah I mean 
I just wanted to highlight the song specifically because there was a YouTube comment that said, quote, either the editor is high or I should be high watching this to fully appreciate. Because <laughs> this is either the worst music video I've seen or the best music video I've ever seen. It's like, it's kind of like low budget on like a green screen and it's just like there's like random backgrounds and everything. And it's basically, it's like yeah. a meme song, essentially. Like yeah, the whole... It's like trap. Like there's a member like on the screenshot I have here, one of the members is dressed as the freaking like guy from like the PUBG <laughs> like the cover of PUBG with, like, Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The exactly. mask and everything. <laughs> like it's just an entire oh, yeah, meme song. So I don't uh, it's it's probably a perfect candidate for Walwari where it's so bad it's almost good. Like that that sort of thing. So I mean I, I don't like hate it abhorrently. It's just enjoyable just because it's like so weird in that sense. Yeah. And to close out part one, we've got high school with the song High Class. So, um, supposedly the concept of this group is, oh, they're under a label called the Rich World Entertainment because the producer is named Rich or something. Like, that's their, like, okay. producer name. Um, okay. Supposedly, the concept of this is they wear face masks. They don't reveal who, like, they're, they are. Like oh, so they're always gonna have the face mask. I, I think. I think oh, that's what okay. I, I was looking in, into it. Like, that's that's what they said. So, um, I just mainly wanted to complain about this song because one, it's super generic as hell. Two, the entire music video is filmed vertically, and three, there's a dance break where it's filmed regular like landscape, but they flipped it. Inverted, it like they, yeah. they turn it sideways just so it fits the rest of the music video, and it, it, that's like that's like the worst sin. <laughs> like yeah, vertical video is bad enough. Yeah, like vertical video when you don't need it is bad enough, but flipping yeah. horizontal video to make it vertical is like that should be there should be laws against that. In all honesty, so. yeah, yeah, that's really bad. It hurt to watch that music video. To be yeah, honest. I didn't know it gave me a headache almost. Just like yeah, trying exactly. to like keep track of all that stuff. Oh god. Yep. Okay, on to topic three, which is our favorite songs of March 2019, part two. Uh, and we're starting off with Hot Place and their digital single, TMI. Um, and I'm really into this, actually. Um, this is a very like late 2000s K-pop, um, very much like Tiara or Rainbow, yeah. uh, stuff they put out back then, um, which I love to listen to. So I actually enjoyed this a lot. So, uh, Hot Place was formerly known as uh, Bad Kids. Like, it, it, this group's been around yeah. for a while, but if you look on their Wikipedia page, there's more people in the former members list than there are in the current members list. They've they've literally gone through member changes like nothing at this point. It's crazy. So yeah, um, yeah, I guess it's kind of in the same situation where like it. it, it, it Yes. Yeah, there's literally like, like, like twenty people in the uh, past members. I'm just like, what happened? So, I think it, this song is just kind of like a meme track to me. In all honesty, like it, it, it's basically a joke. Like, I mean, they they've even put like a trap break as a joke in this. So it's definitely that peak, like 2000s, like late 2000s K-pop. So in that sense, it's definitely yeah. it's almost like it's so bad it's good <laughs> type of uh, territory for me. I, I actually added I added this just because Sam wanted me to talk about it. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Sam was like, I like because I think they had a because I think they have a make star, but I don't think they were gonna hit their goal. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. She said she wanted to give... Yeah, she wanted to support it, but she didn't think it would... Because she was asking us how MakeStar worked. Yeah. Um, next, we have 
Hong Jin Young's full-length album Lots of Love with the title track Love Tonight. Um, and I like that she's, she's known for Trot, um, but also doing like electronic like mixes of Trot. Um, and this is like straight-up 80s synth-filled Trot, which is awesome. Um, I, I thought it was really cool to hear. You wouldn't think that like synth pop and trot music would go together well. Yeah, exactly. But there's actually there's a lot of similarities <coughs> to the way that they're they're sort of um, produced or the way that they're sort of uh, sung that it works surprisingly well. Um, and yeah. it's not and Hong Jin Young is like it's not surprising that she's kind of jumping on this like so whole like solo female idol like synth pop trend that like Sunmi Hubin all those people are doing yeah because the songs yeah. that they're doing are essentially just trot songs just not trot songs when you really think about yeah. it so not yeah this trot, is really trot. yeah this is actually really good and I mean I because I, I usually get bored of like the trottiness of uh, Jin Young songs but yeah I, I do appreciate I I like synth pop especially 80s synth pop so yeah this this works way better. Yeah, also Hong her Jin music would. Oh god! Also, her music videos are just weird as hell all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain what's going on in this music video. In all honesty, <laughs> yeah, much like Sunmi. Yep. Um, Hong Jin Young would win Trot Star, I think. Yep. <laughs> um. Next, we have Hyung Don and Daejun, or Doni and Kony. Um, with okay, give me a second. It is. Kude Apsanun Mosala 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 Yeah Kude Apsanun Mosala Featuring Lovelies K And the song is Donnie and Connie always do like joke songs But this this is like a cute EDM song (laughs) Which is They usually do like trap and Yeah well, they well their last song they did like super overly sexy R and B. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this yeah. time they have cute EDM, um, and adding K was a really good choice because her voice fits this, and her voice is beautiful as always. Yeah. So, I like the chorus. I like like not even like ironically. I un- I unironically like that. Like that the chorus of this song. In all honesty, so yeah. Yeah. K was definitely a good a good addition to this. Yeah, I agree. Uh, next, we have JBJ95 with their mini album Awake with the title track of the same name. Um, and this is Tropical House. Uh, and I I think it's great. Uh, everything I've heard from JBJ and JBJ95 has been fantastic. I, need, I, keep, I feel like I say that every time they show up on releases, yeah. that I need to go get their music, and I still haven't. Um, but I, I need to go get their music because I oh, like definitely. all of I've heard. Um, I thought the music video was really cool too. It's, it's like a really cool use of color. Um, yeah. it's like mostly white, but then they use like these muted, um, like earth tones and stuff. Yeah. It looks really, really good. Yeah. The visual element of this, uh, video was just incredible. Like it's definitely a yeah. memorable sort of thing. Also, I'm just, I'm just forever in love with Kenta's vocals. He's, he's incredible. Um, so yeah, I really, I really like this song. Really do. Um, the other thing is, I, I wish it had more choreography, just because I felt like this type of song would have been better uh, utilized with a cor- actual choreography behind it. Yeah. But still, just like the way this song's structured. Again, I usually don't like Tropical or Deep House, but this is just great. And I hope more people listen to JBJ95 because, again, like 
it's it's the last I guess it's the last remnant of JBJ and also just again Kenta's incredible vocalist and again remember he's Japanese like this isn't even his native language and he's able to sing in Korean so well so I'm just yeah. so I'm always impressed with Kenta yeah uh, next we have Jung Sewoon uh, his mini album plus zero plus minus zero um, with the title track feeling featuring Penomeko. Um, I thought this was a really awesome, like, acoustic pop rock song. It's just, like, a fun, upbeat song in general. This is a, like, I love this type of music. This is, like, everyone knows my favorite song is, favorite K-pop song is, uh, Way to Go by SNSD, which yeah. is just, like, fun pop rock song. And this is an acoustic, fun pop rock song. I'm just glad that, uh, Starship is finally letting him be Jung Sehun. Because if you... If you watched Produce 101 Season 2, like, his thing is that he played guitar, he was a singer-songwriter, and yeah. for whatever reason, it seemed like Starship was trying to, like, lead him onto the path of being just, like, a singer and then, like, doing, like, EDM songs, which, it's alright, but there's a billion other, like, solo <coughs> artists, solo male artists that, that do, do the same stuff. thing, and it, it feels like... It feels like you're, like, crippling his ability. Like, Jokes Day 1 feels so at home in this song, and I think that's why I yeah. like it so much. Because he, I, he's way better as, uh, like, Ed Sheeran, like, Sam Kim, singer-songwriter, acoustic guitar type thing. Yeah. As opposed to just, like, being, like, a regular idol. I think this is, like, this is his specialty, and I think this is what can help him gain popularity um in korea because this this is incredible this is an incredible song like this is easily his best song that he's ever put out um yeah and that's not even adding on to like the penomeco collab like i'm a really big fan of penomeco yeah. so just him add, well, he adds great. so much to this song like i'm I, yeah, i'm actually really happy that J- J- they let him do this and i hope that like going forward like letting jung sehun like being be like a guitarist and a singer songwriter is that's the only way it should be like stop trying to turn him into yeah. like a regular like idol sort of thing because like this is where he, he's known for and yeah this is where you again you really see like his talent like come through on this song like so much so hopefully that yeah this is a, ch- a, a sign for like change to come yeah. Uh, next, we have JK from Girlkind and her debut digital single, Split. Um, and why is a group that has no traction doing solo music? <laughs> Especially when the music they've put out has been not good. Uh, both the... I mean, overall, their group music's not been great, and this is no exception. So it's featuring this rapper named Tommy Strait. It, this might be the worst collaboration I've ever heard. <laughs> in all honesty, like I was saying in the, like Discord, it's I was not like, good. like we have a we have a best feature collab award, and I mean, like this might win the best worst feature collab award because, like, I, I have a I have a better tolerance to like trap auto tune songs than you do or most people do, but yeah, she's not even singing on key the entire song. I'm just like, did. Did they not play like the piano note or whatever? Or like, do you, did they not teach you music theory? She's like, because like the beats like this, like do 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 do. She's like da 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 da. Like it's completely different key. And I mean, maybe there's like an appeal to that sort of thing, but it just sounds like you're not singing right. So yeah, this is just like a big yeah. no for me. Really big no. Yeah, it's really bad. Okay, uh, next we have Card uh, with their digital single, Bomb Bomb. Um, and for me, I think this one's okay. Uh, I 
I don't hate it. I know some people hate it, and some people think it's decent on Discord. Um, I like that it's not Tropical House, uh, and they're changing it up. Um, and overall, I think the verses are decent. I don't, I don't like the chorus. I don't know why they use PM for the chorus. Bum, it did bum. not turn out well. Um, I don't mind the drop, but yeah, overall, like. It's just an okay song. I think the styling of the music video is fantastic. The card's really good. Like, I think they they have really good styling. Um, it, despite it being mostly just a, a dance MV. Uh, choreo is decent, too, though. But, yeah, I just parts of the song are a little bit of a miss for me. But I think it's okay. At this Andrew point, I, I, <laughs> I love card as a group, as, like, people. And... yeah. Their visual aesthetic is definitely something that's unique, and it's something that defines them almost even more than their music does. Yeah. But at this point, in terms of music, I think I'm officially over card just because <laughs> the music is really boring. Like, basically, BM's just doing his best impersonation of Sean Paul in this entire song, like, accent and all. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's literally, like, his the accent he's trying to do is, like, straight up Sean Paul out of, like, Burnin', <laughs> like, from back in the day. Um, at this point, it seems like DSP has no intention of trying to get Card uh, popular in Korea, so they're just going to rely entirely yeah. on, like, the American and, like, South American fan base. So I guess yeah. that's fine, but at this point, like, like, nothing about their music interests me, in all honesty, just because I feel like this is just really boring. Yeah, I, I know where you're coming from, and it, I kind of agree, but I think it's okay. It's just, I'm just sad, because... <laughs> no, again, yeah, I know what you just, mean. I want we, to high, we, we want to see them do really well, like, have really cool music. Yeah, and I mean, maybe this is spoiling, uh, this is spoiling Produce X101, but... Uh, the center of uh, Produce X101 is Dongpyo. He's from DSP, and there's a few DSP male trainees on the show. I feel like yeah, once that group comes out, I feel like Card's just going to get... Card's not going to be the breadwinner of DSP anymore, in all honesty. Yeah. And I mean, Card could probably barely justify that that role, you know, I guess, just because uh, they only really had international success. But yeah, I think... They might have peaked. Um, I'm sorry. At least in terms of like popularity. I don't, oh, I don't definitely. Know. I think in terms of popularity. I don't think. I think Don't Recall is. I don't think it's gonna get bigger than when Don't Recall happened. Yeah, because I mean, right now they're sitting at like 1.8 million views, and I mean, they used to hit like two million in a day. Like, and the, the song's yeah. been out for a couple of days, unfortunately. So yeah, I think it's just. A lot of people have kind of moved on, especially since yeah. like this, their sound really isn't unique anymore. You can really get it from a yeah, lot of yeah. artists. And I think that that's what ended up hurting them in the long run is that they lost their identity because it the sound just got so prolifer- proliferated in that sort of way. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sad. And I, I don't want to piss off all of our card fans or people that uh, found us through card. But I mean, that's just how I honestly feel about the group now. I mean, yeah. I'll always love them. Like, I mean, I, like. Oh, it so man will forever be like my my hybrid anime waifu slash three D bias, but yeah, <laughs> that's all I gotta say. Yeah. Uh, next, we have Key from Shiny uh, with a repackaged full length album "I Wanna Be" uh, with the title track of the same name featuring G Idol's Soyeon. Uh, so this was his release before he goes to the military. 
Um, just did a repackage. Uh, and I love the vocal mixture of the song. Like, their voices go really well together, and I'm glad Soyeon did singing and not just rapping. Um, but yeah, overall, I thought it was really good. It's another song where I'm, I, I like parts of it, but I'm kind of disappointed in parts of it. Mostly just because... I don't know, maybe just because I had a high expectations, but like collabing with Soyeon. I don't know why Soyeon yeah. keeps collabing with SM artists. Maybe it's just like a... I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. I, I, used- yeah, I, I guess SM and Cube are pretty pretty good with each other right now. Yeah. Um. And I usually, I hate generic drops to some degree, but this song almost doesn't have a drop. <laughs> In yeah. honesty, yeah, it, it, I guess that kind of threw me off. Like, I, I enjoy the vibe of the song for the most part, but yeah, it's just, maybe it, it kind of left me a bit wanting more just because I, just because I thought we were going to get a really awesome collab between these two, in all honesty, just because I love Soyeon and I love, uh, like, shiny style music. It's funny how Key, Key's solo music is just him doing shiny music just by himself, whereas, like, yeah. if you see, like, what Taemin or, like, what Jungyun or uh, what, like, Onyu does, like, every, everything's just, like, so different, but, like, he just, yeah. like, I mean, it, it fits him definitely, just, like, the sort of, like, uh, like house-type music, so. Yeah, just, like, a youthful fun house vibe yeah i mean the parts that i did like i love like the styling of this i think just sm is just killing it in terms of styling with all their groups but particularly this one as well and just like like the actual yeah. like cinematography of it is excellent as well so uh, yeah the, the, it, yeah it, it, there were parts of the song i did like uh next we have ibarra's full-length album the ocean uh with the title track one two three four five uh oh man i i've i've like gone on and on about how much I love Ibada uh, cause just she has so much versatility in the style of music she does like sometimes she does like the almost like a haze style like R&B or she does more of this like chill type of music as well like I love like she's really underrated when it comes to R&B solo singers female especially um, yeah mostly just cause the raspiness of her voice again I, I'm such a sucker for raspy voices especially from uh, female singers and it's just that, that's just more of what we got here with 12345 I need to listen to the rest of the album cause uh, according to according to Aiden he said like the whole thing's amazing so I gotta go back and listen to it yeah yeah I, I definitely see the appeal in her vo- voice um, and just her vocal style um, next we have newest digital single a song for you um, I think it was a great idea to have their first song back be an emotional like, piano ballad, but I'm glad it's not a promoted single because I, I think they need something more exciting to like maintain their momentum. Yeah, I think the proper comeback's coming in, in April. There's a chance we see New West when we go to the show, in all honesty. There's a good chance that we could we could see them. So that's a, that's pretty exciting. Um, yeah, as for the song, yeah, not much else to say than it's a ballad, but I mean, I'm just glad that yeah, this is the first New West like five member newest music we're getting since 2016. That's crazy. Also, yeah, they're they're gonna have a solo concert in April um, to coincide with the comeback. So big things coming for yeah. newest. I'm I'm happy. Yeah. Uh, and finally, for this part, we have Ovan and Sean's digital single. She is. So I think we've definitely aired our grievances with Sean's music. Um, Cause like remember that whole thing where he like he hit like number one and yeah, like, yeah. nobody knew if it was like real or if he was real just, or like, not or if he was just like inflating the streaming numbers but yeah I think 
like whereas that kind of where I felt like his songs before were generic and just boring, this one is a situation where I the song itself isn't that bad. I really enjoy it because it like he's kind of going after this like Anderson Pack uh, type of like funky vibe, which is really good. But yeah. This music video is utter garbage because it's literally just like ass shots for no reason at all. I'm just like, they actually, Oven and Sean actually show up in the music video, but then there's these just two random like hot girls. Like, I don't know. I don't know why. Like, it, it, it ruins the vibe of the song for me in all honesty. And I can't even list, I can't even watch the video all too much. It, it's it's just stupid. It, it wasn't necessary in my eyes. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of a mess. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Okay. It's just um, I, I, I can never get anything perfect from him. And it, it, it kind of sucks just because I feel I, I want to enjoy his music, but I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now we'll move on to topic four, which is part three of our favorite songs of the month. And Andrew will take it away. Okay. Starting us off where we've got a debut comeback. I don't know what they want to call this. <laughs> I really don't know. But we've got Park Bomb, formerly of 21, with her single, Spring, featuring Sundara Park, who, a.k.a. Dara, also from 21. Um, yep. It's kind of interesting because just to see how all of the uh, the solo, the, the members, former members of 21 going, doing their own thing, whereas CL's just doing, like, basically American-style music, just like hip-hop t- type of thing. Minji's kind of doing more dance music, which is obviously to her yeah. style because she's an incredible dancer. Um, Bob's just kind of doing the same sort of like ballad style that she's doing. She did with Twenty One because on some of their albums she had a lot of solo songs, so it's it's just kind of following up on yeah. that to some degree. Um, so in that in that case, it's it's not the most exciting of comebacks or debuts, but I mean, it's just, if you let enjoy park bombs voice, it's definitely uh, what you're going to get here. Also, I never thought I'd, I never thought I'd see the day where Dara would do like a, would feature, would do a rap feature of all things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, wait a second. Dara is the rap feature of the song. I thought she'd be singing, but that yeah. was an interesting, and it's cool to see them like together again. So, yeah, I never expected to like the song as much as I do, because um, generally I don't really like Bomb's voice that much, um, but I'm thinking maybe it's just more within YG environment, because I think she sounds more natural here. Yeah, um, it, it, She thing. just sounds better. Um, she's still doing the same type of style, but it's just, I don't know what YG wanted from her, but like it just I, made it sound worse. YG doesn't <laughs> even know what YG wanted from her, yeah, in exactly. all honesty. Like, the, they just... Um, they just kept changing, or the style of songs that they were doing, I guess, just couldn't fit with her voice. Because, like, she has some, like, acoustic songs that they'd put, introduce, or they'd put on albums, which was, which definitely showcased, like, like, it, it's no doubt that Bomb is a good singer. It's just that, like, the style yeah. of music that they, they'd give her at YG, or, like, the, because, yeah, 21 would always be, like, dance music, and it'd work better for some members than others, and, yeah. It, yeah. It, it just, yeah, it didn't always work out like that. Yeah, and I thought the Dara's feature was great. Um, like you said, it was unexpected to see her doing like the rap feature, but I thought she did a good job. Yeah. Uh, next, we have Park Ji Hoon uh, with his debut, uh, solo debut. He was a member of 101, entitled L O V E, Love. At least they spell love right as opposed to 
L-U-V. L-U-V, but they say L-O-V-E love in the song. So That's true. That, 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 that still bothers me to this day. <laughs> I still can't get over that. Um, uh, I don't know how I can say this slightly without pissing off all the Wannables, but I mean, this is essentially just Jihoon doing Wannawan music just on his own. <laughs> like, really, that's like, the, to yeah. put it simply, that's, that's pretty much what he's doing. And I mean, I guess it, in that way, it's not really the most like unique or exciting of things. I don't know. I, I felt like he should have done something different because Jihoon's sort of strength is in his dancing. And I mean, maybe in that sort of way, that's why they wanted to go towards like a like feature based like drop type of thing. But I mean, it just kind of comes off as boring. And I feel like he should do more. Like if you remember like the if you remember the like debut performance that they had or like the evaluation, like he had like it was just like yeah. this almost like because I the Mario Entertainment is they had like a really old like group that like basically it sounded like nineties like K pop sort of thing. And if yeah. he incorporated like something more like hip hop <coughs> into his like actual like soul music, I think I'd enjoy it more because this is just I don't know. It it, it just kind of sounds boring to me, and I know it's it's doing well. It's got obviously because he's one on one, so it has like he's he's just guaranteed to have success no matter what. But yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I I'm not gonna. I don't think I'm gonna listen to his music all too much if it, if this is gonna be what's what's released. But he filmed in front of this cool castle. I yeah, I, the music video is really <laughs> cool. Like I, I'll give him no, that. Yeah, I know, but. Like, yeah, there's the nothing in it for gotta me. gotta be interesting enough. Yeah. Uh, next, we have uh, Pentagon with uh, their single Shalala. Uh, and the biggest wave of relief just overtook me when I heard this song because I was convinced we were never going to get good Pentagon singles with Edon gone because he was such a big component of their production. But... Man, he's really he's really hard carrying this group. Like he even looks like Edon now <laughs> with his orange. Hair. Saying, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like <laughs> it's like that thing from SpongeBob. apparently Pentagon's gonna... thing is they have to their leader has to have orange hair. <laughs> it's like that thing from SpongeBob. I have to lick the marble. I have to date. The, I have to look like Edon. But no, he yeah. did an incredible job with the production on this. Um, like this. It probably doesn't. Uh, it probably doesn't beat. Uh, what you call it? Uh, well, well, I'm blanking on the name of the song. God, too. why does this always happen? Uh, Shine. It doesn't beat Shine Fine, necessarily, yeah, yeah. but it's just, it's pretty close. It's pretty close up there with Shine. And I'm, uh, I'm excited for if this is the direction they're gonna go in. I'm all I'm all for it. Just because like this, it's straight up like a house song uh, with like. And like the video, the visual style is like this weird like vaporwave aesthetic. So literally, it's it's a song that's built for me yeah. as a person. Yeah. So also, Yanan came back from the Shadow Realm, which is nice. So <laughs> he was yeah. he he basically couldn't he he couldn't even do uh, like any of their like previous comebacks because I don't know why I think he was doing promotions or something like that. But he was kind of in the dungeon with Edon before Edon left. But I'm glad that they brought him back on this in this comeback. Yeah, yeah. I thought this was a fun song, and like you said, I'm, I'm glad to see they didn't fall apart without Yidan. Um Yeah, like you said, I, th- I don't think it passes Shine, but I think it's a good follow because they haven't they didn't have a song after 
between this and Shine, right? Yeah, they did. Uh, they did. Okay. God, it has a weird title. But either way, like it 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 fits into that style, and I think they did a good job. It was called Naughty Boy, and we just didn't cover it because I thought it was boring. (laughs) But okay, I mean, this is way better than Naughty Boy, like hundred percent. Next, we have uh, RT and Anda with uh, what you what you waiting for. So, I I think RT is a producer at the Black Label or YGX. I think he's worked on, like, Blackpink songs and, like, Big Bang songs as well. So, and I guess he's just, like, a DJ on the side. And Anda is an artist under YG or YGX. Um, You could, if you... Oh, I didn't know Anda was under YG. Yeah, she is. That's why she showed up in the... uh, if you remember, she was the girl in Sungri's, uh music video for One Two Three. She's the one dancing with him. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's her. So, um, she's actually been around for a while. She's like making music since 2014. It's just I never really knew her uh, before the Sungri music video. But man, this drop is sick as hell. Like this is like the sickest drop I've I've heard all year. In all honesty, like I I heard this last night in um the at, at the restaurant so i'm guessing it's kind of popular so what are your thoughts yeah i thought this was really cool um there's like really good vocals instrumentals and choreography in this um it reminds me of like sunmi's recent stuff uh definitely had the similar vibe hmm. yeah i think on the is hopefully of the mess of like the chaos that is ygx right now hopefully she can still find um a successful career because she actually is she's pretty talented um in terms yeah. of like singing and dancing and that sort of thing so I, I if she does this more type of like awesome like weird like house uh music and like yeah. that type of thing i think she has she definitely has a niche there yep next we have uh shuffla or sharp flat uh with the song uh you've changed so uh we covered them uh, last time. I, th- I think we sort of made the comparisons to Mamamoo uh, before. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I really enjoy their vocals, but they kind of tried to shoehorn a rap verse in this, which I didn't think worked that well. So, I mean, that's the only thing I didn't yeah. like about the song, in all honesty. I, think <coughs> yeah, I agree. They, yeah, they, they, definitely, they definitely have really good vocals, so they could probably succeed in Korea. And they do a lot of, like, ballad tracks as well, so... Uh, next, we're, we have uh, Steve Aoki and Monster X with Play It Cool. Uh, this is the English version of Play It Cool. Uh, Play It Cool was a B-side off of their most recent album that we covered uh, like a month or two ago. Yep. Um, so, I mean, not much else to say other than I'm glad that they... I'm glad that they're getting an English version, which means there's more likelihood of it getting airplay in the U.S., which I'm all for, because if Monster X blows up in America, I'd be so happy. I mean, Monster X yeah. has been le- legitimately having concerts in the United States for like three years straight, so which is incredible. I never expected Monster X to get ever get this popular, so and to, or to even get a Steve Aoki song. And this is probably my favorite Steve Aoki collaboration, as I mentioned before in the review. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just I just really hope this song blows up I- in the U.S. Yeah, yeah, I love this song. Um, music video. <laughs> I don't need to see, see Steve Aoki jamming out in his car, but um, I like Monster X looks like they had fun, and the choreography of the song is really good. Oh, the choreography um, of the song is fun. Like, we learned a bit of it in uh, dance class, but 
It's like it, like dancing to house is pretty hard just because you're like moving yeah. your feet like re- like the footwork's really fast. So yeah, but yeah, nothing else to say. Love the song. Yep. Uh, it, this was also released on the like ultra, you know, ultra music festival. Like it was released yeah, yeah. on the ultra um, music festival like channel. So it's gonna expose the the song and Monster X to a lot of new people. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully they yeah, get popularity out- like that. Came out on Wednesday and already has four million views. Yeah, that's that's so. pretty good. So uh, hopefully they're doing a lot better than like freaking actual Ultra Music Festival, which was apparently it was a shit show last night. Like they're oh, like really? the, the hashtag. They're literally like there's a hashtag going around saying hashtag Fire Festival too, just because apparently. Oh wow. Well, specifically it's like the end of the concert. The bold or, claim. <laughs> the end of the like or because. Fire festivals over a couple, or the fire festival, um, ultra music festivals over a couple of days, and yeah, apparently like the transportation, cause it's kind of like in an isolated area, and apparently the transportation was like non-existent. People had to walk all the way back to like where they oh, were staying, really? and like think of yeah. how many people are at ultra music festival, yeah, 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 and how long they've been standing around, like yeah, for that, cause ultra and how like, high they are, and how high they are, and how drunk, like literally, just you have like. Like a mob of high drunk people walking their way back to Miami, just or walking around Miami, yeah. just sounds like a nightmare. So yeah, yeah, they they, they fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, next we have Stray Kids with their song "Mito," and I can't pronounce the freaking mini album. It's like Clay, Clay One, Clay, 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 Clay. I don't. Jacob's Clay. the one that knows French. It would be because it's it's an accented E, so it's A. Yeah. So it'd be Clay. Clay one Miro. So with this song, like again, I've towards the end of like the I Am trilogy, I was kind of uh, saying that the songs were kind of getting a bit samey in to some degree. So I was I wasn't enjoying it enjoying it as much as I was before. But this is a complete sort of one eighty for Stray Kids to some degree. Um, yeah. So I never expected them to go full on. I never expected the concept that they were going to go towards next would be straight up like 2010s, like hard hitting EDM. Yeah. <laughs> like the chorus of this song is like, it's e- awesome. it sounds, it sounds like something you'd hear at ultra music festivals. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I really wouldn't expect this from Stray Kids, but again, like literally the only requirements for Stray Kids music is if it has Changbin screaming his head off and it's hype as hell. And that yep. and that more than qualifies, like this song more than qualifies those two uh those two characteristics inc- incredibly. Yep. Um Man, I, I don't even know where to start like with like the music video. Like I don't even like what the hell is going on in this video? I have no it's idea. It's like some weird like dystopian society thing and like they have like I don't know. It was like these all like these rich people dressed up and like stray kids like starts like a revolution or something. I don't know what this has yeah. to do with the song or like the their music video or like their album or whatever, but okay. Um and they had they're wearing like I like the outfits too. Like one of them's wearing uh Balenciaga, oh, yeah. like Sweet Hunters the collection, so like really popular with K pop idols these days. But yeah, this is definitely a re- this is definitely uh a lot a really nice change of pace from Shrek. It's, I haven't. I, did you get a chance to listen to the album yet? Because I actually didn't get yeah. a chance to. It's Anything really good. good. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I, need to, I, I definitely need to go listen. If it, if it's anything, if it's anything, how much I loved Mito, then I'm, I'm definitely gonna enjoy the rest of the album. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely check it out. Um, yeah, there's, there's just so much good about it. 
Um, I it's been a little bit since I listened to it. I listened to it the other day it came out. Um, I mean, Maze of Memories is basically just a cipher, so we get a straight kid cipher. Um, but no, yeah, but um, yeah, for Miro, uh, I love it. I love it so much. It's like such an awesome EDM banger. Um, not what like you said, not what I expected at all. Um. Changbin goes hard is AF like usual, and I think for this type of song, it was nice to see they use that as the build up to the drop. Yeah, um, which which is cool. Um, the drops like really fun and catchy, uh, and I thought the choreo was really cool too. Yeah. Um, especially during the verses. Um, it's a little more simple during the chorus. Um, but I mean, it fits the like fun EDM drop. But the verses, the choreo for the verses is really cool. Yeah, I actually really enjoy the choreo. They make they made a lot more use of formations than yeah. they normally do. But yeah, that, that wish was awesome. So yeah, and then yeah, definitely check out the album. Uh, next, we have Sunmi and her uh, digital single Noir. And this might be Sunmi's best work, in all honesty. Um, from a multifaceted uh, point of or points, uh, like for the actual music itself, I really, I really love. Again, it's nothing new in terms of like Sunmi doing like these like '80s synth pop type tracks, but I feel like the production on this or her vocals on this are just a step above like what she's put out before, in all honesty. Like the feel, Noah. Oh, God, that part is just super catchy. Oh, I, I love it. Also, it was worked. Uh, it was produced by L. Ca- L. Captain. I I forget because it has an X in it, so um, oh. I know how to pronounce it. But it was the same person that uh, worked on. He helped work on Eternal Sunshine by Afikai, the one that the, the song with Sugar. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So he worked on that. So pretty good production from him so far. Um, also, I just like the deeper meaning behind this song because literally just in a nutshell this song is or this the video or the song is about like how people are essentially social media whoring like even yeah, like yeah, the yeah. most like terrible parts of their life out just for likes and everything um yeah this is probably your best music video though in all honesty like it's so creative and unique and just the way that she's trying to convey the message with like the the candy hearts to sort of represent like hearts and likes on like Instagram like this really is Sunny yeah. just basically made her own version of Dean's Instagram if you really think about it it really it yeah. really is comparable in that sort of way but I think this is what puts Sunny like like well and above other just like regular artists is like the way that she's able to like infuse deeper meaning into her songs and still make it sound incredible so hopefully the meaning isn't lost on people hopefully people aren't just like oh it's a cool song and then just do all the shit like she's talking about anyway (laughs) because i feel like it's a song that feels perfectly made for korea because i've they love like instagram and that sort of thing and i yeah it fits in with the whole idea of like korea's live streaming your life and stuff because it fits in with, like, the idea of, like, Korea being obsessed with status and, like, showing, like, how high your status is and that sort of thing. So, hopefully, this definitely yeah. it knocks people down a peg in that in that way. Yeah. Um, yeah, overall, if you like Sunmi music, you'll like this song. It's another solid song from her. Um, it's a more... The song itself is, like, a more chill, like, slower take on her... Uh, the stuff she's been doing recently, which was nice. And like you said, it, it, her, her vocals shine more. Um, and yeah, the music video, like you said, has a really cool meaning. And it's another just weird Sun Me music video. Very, it very much fits the aesthetic of her other stuff, just yeah. like the song does. 
Uh, next, we have uh, Sudan with one of her... God, she has a billion singles off of uh, this Jump In mini album. This one that we're talking about is called Don't Hang Up featuring PH1. Uh, I think I enjoy Sudan and like the kind of like R&B that she does <coughs> for the most part. But I think I was a, a bit underwhelmed with this song just because I... I don't know. It, it, it kind of felt a bit more formulaic to me as opposed to the rest of her music. I don't know. I just have really high expectations of Sodan just because I love her voice a lot. And yeah. I don't know. I feel like they could have made better use of PH1. I felt like they could have made better use of even Sodan's vocals just kind of seemed a bit phoned in at some points. But I need to check out the rest of the album. Um, or I might have preferred if they gave a music video. Because you know the song... Uh, she had another song called Hide and Seek that had like a five second music video or something like that last month and then we covered it and we're confused. The full version of that song actually had Haze on it and I felt like that would have made for a better music video or a better like title track than this one did in all honesty. So yeah, yeah. I'm, just con- I'm just confused about like the des- this decision to go with this song. So yeah, um, yeah, I I kind of agree. Okay, uh, next we have uh, Taeyeon of Ghost Generation with the, the single Four Seasons. So she either likes the hotel or she likes the seasons. <laughs> so I'm, I'm actually kind of sad this isn't a full album. Like I would have been so hyped if yeah. this was a full release. But I mean, I guess we're just not that we're not that far removed from something new, I guess. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's only been what, like six months. Yeah. It came but, out when we were at KCON. Well, get, like eight or nine months. So again, like the the big sort of point that I've been going through with Tan's music is that she definitely her she pulls influences from early two thousands American pop music, and that's again it's just so evident with this song. Like there's some parts of the chorus that kind of sound like a like a Maroon Five type song where it's got that it, it definitely has those type of vibes to it. Um, I love her vocals on this. Um, also, like the visual style, like freaking Tan with Bang is just god tier. Um, it's not necessarily her best song, but I actually really enjoy the different styling that or the different type of genre that she tackled on this. So, yeah, just it just it just goes to show the versatility of, of Tan's uh, vocals and just like the what song she's able to sing. Yeah, I love the bounciness of the song. Um, there's some great instrumentals with like the piano and the strings, and then there's some synth mixed in. All overall, like obviously Taeyeon's vocals are fantastic. Um, yeah, it was it was cool to hear this type of song from her, um, and I'm hoping we get more. Hmm. She's having a concert sometime next month, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometime soon, or no, it already happened. Oh, shoot. And, it was um, like this week or something. Yeah, because I, I know Deku was trying to get tickets, but I don't think he could. Yeah. So, rip. Uh, next, we have uh, Wusok and Kwanin uh, with this, their debut mini uh, or their debut mini album is called 9801, which I think is their birthdays. And oh, okay. the song is called I'm a Star. So, this is Kwanin from uh, 101, and uh, Wusok is from, uh, what should we call it? Pentagon. So it's an interesting sort of way to debut Guanlin because you'd think, because if you're looking at how everyone else is doing, uh, like the 101 members, like debuting them, it's either a solo or like with M- with MXM, like brand new boys, they're, they're an entire group. 
Whereas this is, it's Guanlin collaborating with another member, a person that's already in a group. So, yeah. This has me thinking. This has, maybe they're going to add Guanlin to Pentagon. Now that I think about it, I mean, I don't think he could, I don't know if he could, I don't think he could replace someone like Edon, but. (coughs) No. But. It's a thought. They're not. Yeah, I mean, I could see Q putting out a new boy group soon, so. But I mean. Since it's been a while. Pentagon's their newest, right? Pentagon's been going since 2016. Yeah, but 2016, 2015, 2016, or whatever, but. That's the thing. I I feel like he could fit. I feel like he could fit in the group, in all honesty, but. Anyway. Yeah, I think he could fit. Yeah. But I just think they're they're probably going to have, they're due for a new group. And I I guess. Putting him in a new group would be good because. Of his popularity. I just wouldn't want another uh, CLC... Uh, uh, G-Idle. G-Idle sort of situation where just like the latter group just gets more popular because... Because Guanlin's like, obviously being a member of 101 just super popular. I think Pentagon yeah. has their fan base, but I mean, I feel like a, a, mem- a, a group with Guanlin would be just super popular just because of being in 101, but... Add to the actual mm-hmm. song, like I really enjoy like this sort of like hip hop vibe. It definitely they're definitely pulling from people like Loco or like um, Punchinello, like this kind of like chill like hip hop vibe to it, and it works way better than uh, what Guanlin was doing in 101. In all honesty, I think he raps more in this one song than he ever rapped in 101's entire discography. <laughs> in all honesty, yeah. it's that like sparse and. He feels at home here, and I hope this isn't just a temporary group because I really like this song. So hopefully, hopefully we get more out of them. Yeah. And closing us out, we've got Yeri from some random group called Red Velvet. I don't know them. Uh, they've, Never heard of them. Yeah, she has a Station Three SM Station Three fan song entitled "Dear Diary." I believe she released this on her birthday. I know she self-wrote it, and I believe she was releasing it as a yeah. birthday present for herself or for everyone else. So it's it's like literally all you need to know is it's Yeri doing a red uh, like a velvet track on her own, and that's all you need to know because that's all you need to know to enjoy the song. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's a Yeri ballad, and she's adorable, oh, and yeah. it she's great. So, what do yeah, you? It's it's Yeri. You know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. I think she's she had a bit of a hand in producing some of Red Velvet's songs, but never anything to this degree where she just did the entire song herself. So I really hope yeah. this sort of um, leaks into um, hopefully something like Stray Kids is an influence on uh, other companies like SM where they're more inclined to let their um, members self-produce or have an input on it because I feel yeah, she definitely has a lot of talent in this in this field so if we if we can get a, if we can get a song like this but with uh with the whole group I think I'd really enjoy it yeah so yeah that's it uh for our favorite songs of March 2019 um if you like it like subscribe share and do all that jazz uh, um, join our discord we didn't do any of that at the beginning of the show yeah. so we should probably do it now <laughs> yeah. uh, join our discord um it's the best way to get a hold of us we're hanging out there all the time um we've got a nice little community there um that's very active and fun Delaz doing just fun little things we do song ratings we did uh idol visual march madness bracket we're doing a normal march madness bracket now they're doing discography listens where everyone's listening to discographies together just discussing them 
We um, need to do a perfume discography listen. I swear. Well, get in there and mention it. Yeah, no, like Cooper mentioned it, if, if anything. So oh, we, should do, we should do a perfume discography listen, even though it's, that's yeah. J-pop. But uh, yeah, that, that's, that, Discord is definitely the best place to reach us because um, we're, always, we're always on there. Uh, again, really nothing upcoming outside of uh, ProduceCast, which probably is up. Produce cast will go up the same day as this full the full topic, or the full version of this episode, and yeah, other than that, it's just yeah, sparse. Two until and a half we weeks to go to Korea. Oh God, I, I need to I need to buy luggage because I don't even have like I don't even have my own like actual luggage carrier sort of thing. So yeah, I, I need to got I need to make buy sure that. you have large ones that you can carry lots of things back in. Oh yeah, come I, back I, I, I'm gonna bring a lot like, more than you showed up with. I, like not even joking. I'm probably gonna end up with like two full suitcase. Like, well, yeah, I know. Full. I don't know with your airline, but Delta, we get two. You get yeah, you get two. So I mean, like, okay. even if I have to, like, yeah, I'll I'll find a way to fit all of the stuff I'm gonna bring back yeah. in. So uh, look out for that. We'll probably do a, like it'll the schedule will probably be weird when we're in Korea and Japan, but we'll we'll try and figure it oh, out. Oh yeah, as definitely. Best we can. I, I we'll have to figure out how to edit and stuff over there, but um yeah. Well, I mean to make up for that, I'll I'll try to I'll try to do some light vlogging of whatever we're doing. So look out for that. That's that's probably that's gonna be really fun. I I, I really can't wait. I, it, it, we've been talking about this or we've been talking about going to Korea for like years, or, like even before we started yeah. Truly Daybok and just. <coughs> The chance for me to finally go like this far away from home is just very exciting. So, and and you know, I know you're excited to go back after so long. Yep, six years, so six and a half. Wow, that's forever. So that'll do it, I guess. Nate, you can close it out. I guess. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Like, subscribe, share, and uh, let you know what you thought. Thank you and good night. Stay angry. <laughs> Throbbingly angry. Like Linkin Park. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>